T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One o'clock hour on a Friday weekend around the corner tonight. Hope to see all of you at Cinderblock Brewing, our playoff Pilsner beer release party to kick off the postseason. Starting at six o'clock tonight, we're all going to be out there. Great beer. We'll be tapping multiple kegs, I would imagine, if it's anything like last year. Also, you can buy cans of the playoff Pilsner. We did that last year. Dusty's going to be doing his night show starting at six till nine o'clock. It is going to be a ton of fun. Bink, CDOT, Rob, Cody, Fesco, Kling, go on and on. We're all going to be out there. My guess is Barber and others will be there as well, if it's anything like last year as well. Uh, so I can't wait, man. It's going to be a good time. After the show, head home for a little bit and then head out to your neck of the woods, Cody, North KC. Got to go pick up the kids from school, and then I'll be there. Good sure reverse order this time. Cody is choosing to drink after picking up the kids, unlike a year ago. So that's a good decision. Really smart. I actually just had to go back to that the scene of the crime for that. So the last time oh. we talked about that, it was like we had drinks with somebody, and then I had to go to my kids' Um, sage open house thing where they've like worked on a number of product projects. I just did that and met the met the new sage teacher that she has this year, and he and, and no alcohol. You guys gonna get along? You know what? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, good. It's gonna be a, uh, a fruitful relationship. Good, good, good. That's that's really good. I thinking of I guess past relationships uh, with Chiefs players involving new quarterbacks. You see a quote in the Washington Post who did a story about Lamar Jackson who, of course, is hurt, not going to play this weekend. He hasn't played in six-plus weeks. He's got a PCL injury that's too painful, Lamar Jackson says, uh, to play. Sammy Watkins was asked about the injury. Let me read a couple quotes from this. In this league, everybody is pretty much banged up hurt, Sammy Watkins said Wednesday in a quiet corner of the Baltimore locker room. I don't want to speak for him and his situation and whatever he's going through with the contracts. I don't know what world he's in. But for me, you got a chance to do something special. We all know with Lamar Jackson out there, this team is really freaking good. And special things can happen. He can will this team to a Super Bowl. I don't think he's thinking about it that way. He's caught, just to be clear, Sammy Watkins. Mm, that Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Sammy Watkins is calling out another player for not playing through injury? That's what it sounds like to me. It's pretty rich. Is that the is that the same as like that is maybe the worst messenger of all time for that? Like, look, if Travis Kelsey said, "Hey, man, I don't think someone's playing through injury enough. Let's have a conversation." The guy's playing sixteen or seventeen games every year for like a decade. Okay, fine. You're saying, "Hey, you got to play through these things sometimes." I understand a player who just is out on the field every time, no matter what, under every circumstance. But Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. He called out the contract. Yes. This is terrible teammate behavior. 
Not something I would have accused Sammy Watkins of at any point in his time in Kansas City. This is straight-up bad teammate behavior. He has a knee problem. He does have millions of dollars on the line, which I don't think should not be a factor when you're considering these things. But what, you're going to call him out for missing time? If if Lamar Look, Jackson was ninety percent, he'd play. Okay, well, that's yeah, it. Let me read. Let me continue reading the full quote because he even admits Sammy even admits he's selfish. He does, like he says it himself. So he says, "quote, but he's got an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. I hope he hobbles back out there, put him out for the pass plays, and don't run him at all. But you never know; that could be wrong. I'm being very selfish right now. Just want him to be out on the field. But man, what a great thing it would be to see number eight touch the field this Sunday. We go out there and blow them out. He is so, the worst messenger for this. About, you can't not, call out." Yeah, it's not even about him being selfish. Like, obviously, he wants his quarterback out there. Nobody's disputing that because that gives him the best chance to win a ring. But you cannot be, out of all players, to your point, you cannot, if you're Sammy Watkins, you cannot be critical or even question. Critical, question. Bare minute, you can't even be the guy to question whether or not someone's fully committing based on their health or not. It's like you half a season right every guy. year. You're not the right guy to be saying that if you're Sammy Watkins. Because for him, the entire story in Kansas City was like, oh, you know, just one more week. Like, I'm almost there, just, just like one more week. So that's still a little tight. You know, I'm going to take some time. And I get it. There's a difference between the regular season and the postseason. And Sammy Watkins has got a great postseason moment for this team in a Super Bowl that helped them win there. I just don't feel like you can be the messenger. Can we talk about the flip side of this? Or did you just want to go ahead and send a direct text message to Tyler Huntley to say, you stink? <laughs> wow. It's not exactly showing a lot of faith in the other guy, is it? God, just, we need anything. I'd rather have Lamar Jackson like on crutches than the other guy play quarterback. That would be horrible. That's kind of how that comes off, isn't well, it? Well, here's the thing. I mean, um, if you're if you're if you're Sammy Watkins, how many games have you played this year yourself? You remember you didn't start the season with the Baltimore Ravens. You guys could have won the division if you played a few he, few more games. He started the season with the Packers. Remember, he got cut. Yeah, I remember. So he got he got cut. He was with the Packers. He's been with Baltimore the last three weeks, four, three weeks of the season. He played week 16, 17, and 18. Didn't actually play in week 17 at all. No targets, no catches, nothing. And he has only played at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve 12 games this year. So Sammy Watkins, who shockingly again, only played in 12 games in the NFL this year, is uh, kind of calling out his quarterback. Played in... 10 the year before that, 14 the year before that, 10 the year before that. I mean, he misses a third of every NFL season in which he is a member of any team. It is hard, really hard to be like, come on, Lamar, just play through the injury. And and honestly, even like him playing through an injury and worried about his contract status, there is a whole nother conversation. We're talking about, like for Lamar Jackson, we're talking about 250 to $300 million dollars. I don't blame players for being very careful in those circumstances. Gold, if you had $300 million on the line, but you were worried about, like, you might need vocal surgery if you kept talking. You might wait it out, man. You might take a few shows Uh, off, even if the Chiefs are in the middle of a Super Bowl run. Nobody would blame you. $300 million, $250 million on the line. That's, like, uh, you can't risk that. He is just, he is absolutely the worst messenger for that. That's the problem. A lot of other guys on that team could say it. Hell, Harbaugh could say it. He's got all the juice in the world. But it's just like, you cannot say that if you're Sammy Watkins. Even if you are trying to be like, I know I'm being selfish and there's other stuff at play, but. Yeah, someone says on the text line, 913 like, you guys actually think Lamar's hurt? Yes, I, think he's I, de- I think he's hurt. I, you know, do I think that there would be perhaps some more urgency if a contract wasn't on the line? Yeah, maybe so. But I don't, he's not. 
missing six weeks because he doesn't want to play football for the Baltimore Ravens. It was supposed to be a three-week injury. So I think he's actually hurt. I don't think he just took the last three weeks of the season off so he could kick it before. Not even necessarily free agency, by the way. The Ravens can still control him for a whole nother calendar year. Well, two years. They can double tag. They can keep tagging him. So it's like there's no. Here's what Lamar tweeted out uh, about his injury. He said, this is from Lamar Jackson's Twitter account last, yeah, yesterday afternoon. Thank you, everyone, for your support and concerns regarding my injuries. I want to give you all an update as I am in the recovery process. I suffered a PCL grade two sprain on the borderline of a strain three. There is still inflammation surrounding my knee, and my knee remains unstable. And he went on to say he's in good spirits, and he wishes he could give 100%. He can't right now. And I, I, I don't think he's making up that he has a PCL sprain and there's inflammation surrounding his knee. There's pain. I don't, I don't think he's making that up. No, I don't. I think, I, you know, it's like anything this else. Is, is there a certain amount of play you could probably do, hypothetically? Yeah, but I don't know that a 60% Lamar Jackson is more likely to win no. a game than 100% Tyler Huntley, or I guess in his case, probably 90%. But This is the concern that you have about Lamar. I'm not, I think the stuff that he can't pass is ridiculous. He can pass the football. We saw it play out when he was healthy. Yeah. What I have always thought is a real concern with Lamar is because he is so explosive running the ball, that is part of his game as well, that he puts himself in positions to get hurt more often. And while I, you know, maybe wasn't a concern early in his career, we're still early in his career, to me at some point that would catch up to him as well. And Cody, we've seen it the last two years. He's had serious injuries that have kept him out of games at the end of the season and now at least one game for the postseason and probably they're going to get eliminated, so probably the season. That's a real concern if you're going to fork over a $200 million contract to Lamar Jackson. They're stuck. And, and if I were, it might be best for both parties. Like, if you're the Ravens, it's it's weird because you can do it a little bit like how people do with running backs. Just keep playing them. You can ride them into the ground. If he stays healthy, he's going to get rich somewhere, and you can still make the decision to pay him. Now, if you franchise tag him twice, he might not be so willing to stay with you. He might Kirk Cousins his way out of town, and somebody else will pay him. But, like, right now, if you're Baltimore, the problem is always the same. What are the odds you're going to get a quarterback that good? Right? And that's like that that's a lot that's a big that's a big ask for any team. He won an MVP. You go into any draft goal, what are the odds you're going to draft a quarterback who's an MVP caliber quarterback? Almost none. Like that's why like Nick said he thinks that Lamar's played his last game. Honestly, if you think you're never going to ride this thing out, With you should Baltimore. trade him. Yeah. Washington made a mistake by not trading him. Like if you don't think you're sticking through Lamar, you're not going to give him the 300 million dollars. You ought to just trade him now. Like get your value now. It's not too late. All right, let's get to what's your fantasy here on a Friday, 913-586-7610. I was told Nick did not add in his voice to the background after what he uttered yesterday or the what? noises he made. You said you were going to make a whole loop of yesterday, you. This is why you, you started, what's your fantasy is even happening right now. Yeah, because yesterday or two days ago, you moaned on air. I did not yes, moan on air. Yes, Yes, Cody. Yes, yes, I don't, it happened. I'm not. I'm going to be complete. I'm not. I'm not. Were this you is not, not a bit, Cody? I have no idea what you guys are talking. The about. The reason why we are doing what's your fantasy right now is because you started making groaning noises into a microphone, and then Alex joked that we would just loop that for what's okay, your I fantasy. Didn't, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch out. I, I remember that, but it wasn't. I wasn't doing it sexually. It sounded pretty sexual. <laughs> it sounded. It may have sounded sexual, <laughs> but it wasn't sexual. <laughs> Anyway, that's why we're doing What's Your Fantasy Playoff Edition, Daily Fantasy. I know your, your fantasy football leagues are over, but if Daily Fantasy Two is Two titles co- for old Nicky boy. 
Nice. All right. And one second place finish. So we're going to trust the okay. questions you're going to ask us from a fantasy perspective, seeing how you know. Well, my season's over. I don't do daily fantasy. Do you guys do the daily so, football? Typically, no. But on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then wildcard weekend, I do. I actually like it when there's like five or six games only or three or four. That's kind of fun for me. Okay. So, yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a couple lineups can probably you, this weekend. I haven't built one us, yet. Can you give oh. us a oh. like a like a quick uh, tutorial? Oh, I'm not the fantasy football guy. Is that me? Yes, I don't do, I don't do that's fantasy. Dusty, that's Dusty Likens tonight at six o'clock. How I would approach it from a stack perspective. To me, I will go with the Buffalo Bills stack this weekend. That's what I'm going to do. For those so don't know, it means I'm going to go with load as up many on bills as you can afford. Josh Allen. Gabe Davis, if I can afford Stephon Diggs as well, I'm going to load up on Bills players because I think they're going to destroy the Miami Dolphins this weekend. Now, here's the problem. That'll be a very popular play. So you could also go on the flip side, and maybe you think out of one of the non-popular quarterbacks, everybody's going to look at Allen and Burrow. Maybe you think there's an opportunity that Dak's going to blow out the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's not going to be used as often. What about Brock Purdy? Brock I'd be very careful weather, in that Seattle. Yeah, I'm not interested in that game at all. That's got just a grind-out 49ers win written all over it. I don't think I would be, from a fantasy perspective, tempting yeah. fate there, if it makes sense. 913-586-7610. Someone says chocolate syrup or caramel? I'm going to be honest with you. Like, f- for the first 27 years of my life, I would have answered this chocolate syrup with a bullet. But yeah. I have sort of wow, come around recently. to caramel. I'm not a big caramel fan. Not a big caramel fan. I definitely like the chocolate syrup, yeah. But if you say it like caramel, both. if you say caramel, caramel, it does sound a little more sophisticated. Yeah. It sounds sexier. And then a little Definitely. sexier. Yeah. <laughs> and the commercials. Caramel is a little sexier like the than caramel. Where they're trying to like make this like, caramel. You know, caramel is kind of ugly, but like <laughs> caramel. Well, yeah. Like if it's like a commercial <laughs> for like this, you know, this nice chocolate and it's a little expensive and it's like caramel. Uh, yeah. It's uh-huh. like when they're like, when they're like showing the chocolate and then, then the caramel is, the caramel is Slowly. just gooping. Yeah. It's not like caramel. Caramel. Yeah, caramel's like in the South, what do you put on an apple? <laughs> That's right. Caramel. That's exactly right. Like nobody wants this hard ass sugar shell on this apple. Caramel uh-huh. apples are terrible, right? Do we agree with that? No, no, we don't agree on that. I thought maybe I was gonna everybody's gonna be no, on the same page. That was uh that was a stupid thing to have said. <laughs> that was stu- I wouldn't have said that if I were you. Text line's going to come after The you. caramel apple lobby. Come, come caramel apples me. are delicious, dude. Well, no. I don't even know what you're talking there's about. There's so I, many I, I better like, things to eat. I don't like caramel, so there's no way I would really want a caramel apple. Have you ever had one? Have Once you either? Okay, has anybody, has anybody in this room ever been hand-fed food by a woman in a sensual manner? I have not. Cody has. Look at him. <laughs> Cody, with all your sexual exploits, I know you. I know the answer to this. <laughs> what Nick, does that even you? mean? Have you, Nick? Oh. I don't know. I don't think so. You either. Is there I really love, any gray? Has there ever been food in a sexual situation for you? I would love to have someone feed me uh, chocolate covered strawberry. Okay, and that's a very cliche one, but I get oh, it. But come yeah. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. come uh, on. Hey, Nick, Valentine's Day is coming it's up around for you, the buddy. corner. There you oh, go. Yeah. There you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a text right after the show today. This is your new goal? With Cody and all the baking he does, there's no way. There's no way at some point in time it hasn't occurred. No way that Cody, you know, some of the, the some of the ingredients haven't ended up elsewhere. Uh huh. There's no way. Uh huh. Well, so I'm the only one in the show again. Cody, have, have you food ever done, somewhere near a bedroom situation? Have you ever done the Get banana split from uh, <laughs> what is that? Varsity Blues. <laughs> no, that one I can confidently say no. Uh, the whipped cream bikini. Yeah. The whipped cream bikini. That one I can I confidently say no. It's not another teen movie when Jake Wilder does That's it, but then he's it. got a banana in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's you get those mixed up. 
Someone from the A16 said, I would love to have someone feed me a Reuben on the toilet. Could you have chosen a less sexy combination? <laughs> a Reuben sandwich on the toilet. Yeah. Such a stinky, messy sandwich to eat on the toilet. Uh-huh. So it says wooden paddles or a tennis racket. Oh, no, I don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just, it's separate separate from the situation. This I'm is sure. just like, you know. I'm sure it's completely separate from what we're talking about. Wooden paddles or tennis racket never from the 913. Of, I've never heard of a tennis racket being incorporated. That's different. That's different. Well, someone's going to have to tell me what what's the use know. of it, you know? By the way, there's at least a couple of people in the text line that agree the caramel apples are gross. <laughs> Not everyone, but a few. One. One. One person. You do this. You do this. Man. I was generalizing. But you know, you know um, you're not generalizing. You're lying. I won't read the whole text, but are you... You're making stuff up. I, That's I what you're doing. I thought there were two. I won't read the whole text for everybody's sake, but are you... By chance at your nephew's birthday party, will there be a clown at the party? Someone claims they're going to be the clown. No, dude. Nobody... Cody can speak to this. Do anybody does anybody hire clowns for kids' birthday parties? <laughs> Not that I've seen. <laughs> I mean, does any someone hired an Elsa once at a kid's birthday party? My kid attended, but yeah, that, that was would about make it. more sense because even as even when I was a kid, I never saw a clown at a party. Have you? Yeah, I don't at know. No point in my lifetime have clowns ever been cl- cool. Nobody <laughs> likes clowns. Nobody likes them. Well, then why yes. do they exist? Someone for must the like them. So do people like them in a circus setting? Yeah, they have the circus clowns that help uh, yeah. distract the uh, like. The bulls or whatever. That's what. That's all they're good for. Well, they help them out. The the rodeo clowns. They're they're there a lot of Let them. Let me ask rodeo you this. Clowns Are clowns different. Pr- rodeo clowns different than clown? But yeah, is clowns is that basically an extinct art form? Probably not nearly as popular. I mean, even didn't even didn't one of the most popular circuses get in trouble? Like it doesn't even exist as much. Farm and Bailey's or whatever, something like that. Then they go bankrupt. That sounds about right. I don't have any. Just read the have you ever been to a, have you ever been to a circus? Uh, yeah, but uh. But a, a long time ago. Same. The last article I can find is from 2015 that said at that time, less young people were going into clowning. So probably only got worse over the last seven or eight years, I assume. I don't think I would. I'm actually curious. Is there a single person on the text line who's ever been to a party with a clown? Because I am confident I have not. You both say you have hey, not. I would so, choke hey, a clown. If, tonight, if there was a clown hey, at a birthday party, hey, I would choke it out. Tonight. Come, we're gonna make a choke. Beer release party. Tap out. If you dress up as a clown tonight, the first person that comes up to me, I'll buy you a beer. If you are, if you just dress up one as a clown, beer. Yeah, I don't. We don't have. We don't all have the contract no, you have. No, yet. because I don't want to. I mean, I'm not gonna be there. But I, if I were there, I wouldn't want just like a bunch of clowns running around. I said the first person. But what if? But now, but what you're doing though is inciting um, multiple people to dress. Well, as if clowns. that's what they, if they want to dress as clowns, dress as clowns. <laughs> This party's getting weird. Everybody else is 16. Like, what the hell is going on? Why are there so many clowns? Someone says, come to their All right, job. I'll buy the second clown a beer, I guess, so that uh, we're covered. There, there you Nick go. will buy the third <laughs> clown Nick, a beer. Nick will, he we'll, won't be there, so we'll, it won't matter. Well, it's yeah. okay. We'll, we'll take a photo of the third clown, send it to Nick. Confirmation, he'll Venmo us the money. We'll be good to go. Sure Someone thing. says, come to their job. Clowns are everywhere. Get, oh. it, get it? Get it? Get it? Classic. Where do you work, sir? Where do you work? Someone claims there's a clown college in Missouri. Really? Yeah, it's called the University of Missouri. Ooh, <laughs> Nick Schwartz. Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> God almighty, it's a Friday, all right. Oh, man. You should be embarrassed. I didn't say that. That was a Nick line. That was not, a, that was not me. That's the host of the Wave of the Week podcast that said that. Yeah. When's the next one coming out? Uh, so actually, you, you know what? Every day. So you know what? I will. Uh, I'll make an announcement KUK right State now. Pre- KUK State preview. So I'll, I'll make an announcement Please. right now. Yes. Breaking news. Do it. 
Do it. Next week's episode yeah. will be featuring an exclusive sit-down, one-on-one, never-before-heard interview, a tell-all Yeah. with the athletic director from the University of Kansas, hey. Travis Goff. All right, I like wow. that. Wow. Good get. He's done a hell of a job so far. Really now, I don't think it is going to be a tell-all, but <laughs> yeah. everything yeah. else. Does he know it's a tell-all? Yeah. He <laughs> lays it all bare. Like, you keep saying stuff right after we finish What's My Fantasy that just makes me uncomfortable. What? Lays it all bare. Nobody puts it that way. Well, it's not supposed to. Dude, that one is actually, that you do this too. <laughs> I know that you, I know that you think that I'm trying to make stuff uncomfortable, but you do have a tendency to <laughs> also make it sexualize things that aren't, that aren't being sexualized. Yeah, that's true. There's probably some truth to that. He's way worse. He's <laughs> He he is, but there is type. Nick will make a comment like he groaned into the microphone yesterday, <laughs> two days ago, whenever it was. Nick is correct on one thing though. Like he could say, "Man, this ice cream I had last night was amazing," and you would turn it into a sexual comment. Yeah, I don't think so. I I don't think I'm guilty of that. That feels that feels like a stretch at best. So that what day will that be? The golf interview. Uh, that will be on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So will the next episode, though, be you talking about KUK State or the next no. episode be golf? The next episode will be on Thursday. So it'll be reactionary. We'll, yes. get, a, we'll get a little KUK State reaction, but not from golf. Or have you already talked to him? Uh, no, I haven't talked to him yet. Okay. <laughs> Someone said, where is the release party at? Uh, tonight, Center Block Brewing, North KC, Playoff Pilsner, beers will be drank all night long. With everybody from 610 listeners, it's going to be a great time. It'll be awesome. Can't wait. It'll be a very good time. I guess that's what's your fantasy, seeing how we've, it we've is, done yeah, that. It is, yeah. Anyone six said Nick struggles to finish during what's my fantasy. So now that – so one of the things we talked about for the beer release party is that you said you had to get up early. So you had said, now that Nick's not there, you would ask who's the most likely person oh. to get drunk at the thing. And I had said, I don't yeah, think it's fair to yeah. – for me, I've got kids. i got things going on. I said it should be you. And me? now you don't have something super early on Saturday, mm. so there's no excuse. I think that's in t- honor of Nick's absence mm. – you should be the drunkest at the 610 Center Block Brewing Party. I think time. you know, I would like to think after doing this show for three years together, you know me pretty well. I know the last who time you were pretty well. Uh, you know that, I, especially at a work event, there is very little chance that I will get more than buzzed at the event tonight. What would it take? I also have to drive home to Overland Park. You can take an Uber. So I'm, not, I'm not Ubering there and back. So therefore, I'm going to limit one beer or whatever, and that's about it. Why wouldn't you Uber there and back? You, Can you hitch a ride with someone there? Like actually, maybe you and Bob go there drive, together? I'm then, actually driving one or two other people there already on my own. So. Wait, who? Chicks? Some friends. Any chicks? No. Well, can't one of them just limit themselves? Hey, get a but DD. It's my car. I'm not going to have to drive my car. Why don't the three of you guys Uber together? That's definitely an option. That's as what well. you should do. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so what are you talking about? It'd be like $10 a person. That's an option as well. So we'll see. Do like, that one. and then get absolutely rip roaring drunk. Again, I'm not Who was the most drunk at the company party? I wasn't there. Um, wait, well, which company? Nick what? didn't go to that either. The company Christmas party. You missed that too? I was gone. He was in oh, that's Germany. Right. You were in Germany. <laughs> okay, that tracks. Um, you know this. I forgot when it was. Yeah, I don't really know who was the drunkest. There are people doing karaoke. You got to be kind of drunk. To Anybody take that. their shirt off? No, that didn't happen. Hmm. Hmm. Should you take your shirt off? Well, how many drinks would it take for you to take your shirt off tonight? Is there a level <laughs> of drunk you would get? Me? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I know the answer. I don't know. <laughs> there's no amount. No, because you, there's yeah. you're either take your shirt off guy or you're not. And are you, you taking your shirt off guy? Your, if you are take your shirt off guy, you're usually 22 years or younger, 
And no, I'm not take your shirt. Because no. like, if you're not take your shirt off guy, there's no amount of alcohol that's ever going to cause you to take your shirt off. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh man, tonight's the night. <laughs> Shirt's coming off. No. <laughs> tonight's no. the night. You no. Know? We've all known each other way too long to have not been like really properly drunk in front of each other. Well, we I feel like all, we, we owe ourselves to, that. We should all go to Las we'll Vegas. We'll take all sometime. these live stream cameras. We'll go sit in someone's basement. Well, that's even we'll less likely get... to happen. I'm not. We still have. It's one thing for us to go do it on our own. I'm I'm fine with that. But I'm, we're not going to live stream it and get fired because of something that is said while we're drunk. It doesn't have to go that out on the six ten like, account. That you still can get. Well, by kind the way, of awful by things the you way, say when you're drunk. I'm not saying I don't know, Cody. But by the way, aren't you allowed to get drunk on the air, like legally? That's yeah, legal. legally, that's not against the rules. Just a company policy? Yeah. Just, I think it might it be a spec out policy. they're also afraid that, again, you don't know what, yes, people are, people say something they shouldn't say while they're drunk. That's what makes it fun, right? Fun, yes, but also could still cost people their job. The risk of live radio. So I could say something dumb anytime. If we were on, <laughs> if we were on. Well, yeah, technically. So it says not a worthwhile Christmas party if someone doesn't take off their shirt. That's true. Cody was absolutely hammered during the locker room situation that we don't have all the details on. That probably makes... Oh, that was middle school, that, though, wasn't it? Yeah, man, you were middle drinking schools. in middle school. I think someone was claiming that was high school. Although maybe they were claiming middle school. I don't recall now. And that's not true. This is not essentially Thursday. We don't have to go back to the lies that the text line tells about me. You get so defensive whenever he that really, locker room situation there's comes something, up. Something's there because, man, there's he, nothing he there. really, really doesn't like us bringing up the locker room situation from middle like school. Nothing gets under your skin. We can talk that. about we can talk about dropping cookies off at the hotel late at night, all that. You're like, yeah, no big deal. You laugh it off. Right. But the locker room one. Public sex. Yeah. Parks in Kansas City, Missouri. All of that. <laughs> all but, this is on the table. But when it comes to that locker room incident. Because they don't right. know what they're talking about. They text about it all the time. Oh. I actually think the public sex thing is related to the locker room incident. I mean, that kind of qualifies in a mm-hmm. way. That's why a lot of people said that a lot of people were talking and saying that <laughs> that's why Cody was so uh, on board with the neutral side AFC championship game. Oh. <laughs> you connect the dots. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> It'd be a new place for you to potentially. <laughs> okay. Up next, <laughs> we'll get to what's trending. And we got six wild card games going on this weekend. Our NFL predictions presented by T-Mobile. Next. Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by GAN Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, GAN Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. 
All right, number one on what's trending, other than me winning free Chipotle for a year, the all-pro list Maybe is it's not out. in your account. Uh, I have the official email from Chipotle. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tommy Townsend, and Chris Jones on first-team AP All-Pro. This is significant because the earlier one this week was the NFLPA one. It's not as recognized. This is virtually the same group of people that vote on the MVP award as well. So it gives you some inclination on how they're thinking. 49 of the 50 members voted Mahomes' first team. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Tommy Townsend, and good for Chris Jones, finally first-team All-Pro. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that, as you pointed out, helps for Hall of Fame-type cases and certainly uh, something he did not have in his career yet. And then uh, Creed Humphrey, our guy, and then Joe Tooney, second-team All-Pro. Chris Jones got 49 of 50 votes, as did Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, they were right there near the top of the league as far as nobody doubted for one second. Tommy Townsend only got 28, right? So it's a much closer competition amongst punters. But Man, that was punting competition. It's tough. There were only two all-vote-getter all-pros. They were Travis Kelsey and Justin Jefferson. Other than that, a little Makes bit... Makes sense. Well, I mean, he's going to be the offensive player of the year. And Mahomes should have been unanimous. That's okay. 14 of the last 15 NFL MVPs have been the first-team all-pro quarterback. And Mahomes is going <laughs> to make that 15 of 16. Next up on Watch Training, Mike Williams, the wide receiver, got injured for the Chargers in their Week 18 matchup. He's out for this week. When they did further examination, they found a small fracture in his back said could keep him out up to four weeks, which means no this week. They're really thinking optimistically, maybe he'd be back if they were to get all the way to the Super Bowl. The Chargers this year are 8-2 and two in games where Mike Williams plays. They're 2-4, and four and they score an average of four points less per game. So Seems a little problematic. It's a huge injury for the Chargers. Next up on what's trending, uh, starting to see more of the arbitration cases getting settled across baseball, including a couple Royals today. So Nicky Lopez, according to MLB.com, They've agreed to a $3.7 million deal for this upcoming season, avoiding arbitration. He meant, uh, he made, excuse me, $2.5 million a year ago. Uh, the Royals avoiding arbitration with him. Also, looks like, according to John Heyman, $2.2 million settlement for Chris Bubich. Uh, that's where the number came in for him. And I believe I saw Brad Keller, yeah, from Mark Feinstein. Brad Keller agreed to a $5.7 million deal for this year to avoid arbitration as well. I mean, if you get even a decent reliever out of that, $5.7 million is fine. The problem still with there and, and Stamont too for a little over a million, but it's, I mean, you got to get, remember there was talk about Brad Keller not being on this team. Yeah. You know, and, and here we are now. He's well, like a non-arbitrate, you know, like people thought that there was a chance he was going to be a non-arb choice guy. Like we don't want to pay him five and a half million dollars. But to me, you have made no moves in free agency. Yeah, 5.7. You can't afford to just let Brad Keller go. You don't have any other answers at pitching right now. That's why Bubich, Amir Garrett, Stamont, Brad Keller, all those guys agreed to arbitration today. I had asked a little bit. I was curious if they were going to do it similar to this because they did go. If you remember, they went to the arbitration hearing with Nicky Lopez last year. Um, I I don't think that they're going to just blindly agree with everyone like they used to before, but... There's still a process in place. Most teams get about 90, 95%, even 98% of their obstruct stuff done. The Royals just recently, just last year, finally saw one hit the market. So it'll be interesting to see. They've got one or two more others still to, to figure out. Next up on what's trending, the all the AAA stadiums have moved towards the next stage of what's eventually coming to Major League Baseball. All AAA fields, according to Buster Olney over at ESPN, will have robot umpires in 2023. So electronic strike zones coming to AAA. Not surprising. We know that's coming towards baseball here sooner rather than later. This is the next logical step in baseball. They're getting rid of the shift. Then they'll go to electronic strike zones, which will eliminate some of this. You know, honestly, it's the biggest complaint about baseball. 
The NFL will then be the sport that you complain the most about refereeing or umpire. Because in baseball, <laughs> yeah. the thing you complain about is balls and strikes. What else is there to complain about from an umpire standpoint? Throwing a guy out because he stands too long for the national anthem? Complaining about umpiring is going to go way down if they can eliminate the balls and strike part of it. Lastly, on What's Trending, we told you yesterday we're really excited. A week from today, Red Friday, out at Rally House in Oak Park, 95th and Quivira area. Michael Massey, MJ Melinda is going to co-host the 1 o'clock hour with us right here on Cody and Gold. Commercial free, too. Next Friday, this time, will be no commercials. We'll have MJ Melendez, Michael Massey talking NFL playoffs with us, talking Royals baseball, talking everything, how their offseason's been going, all kinds of stuff. So make plans, put in your PTO, be out at Rally House next Friday. So a week from today, that will be there the entire time, as you said, 10 to 2. But uh, MJ Melendez and Michael Massey will be with us commercial free for that one o'clock hour. That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Of course, we'll hand things off to seat out on the drive coming up in about 25 minutes. There's six wild card games this weekend. It is, as Cody's reminded us, super wild card weekend. Which correct. I actually think it, it, right. is, it is fantastic, though. Like I know the I like just three wild card games. It, I don't think they had to call it super wild card weekend. They could just, just it's fine. It's just it's nice to have six games. They all mean something, even though kind of a bit unfortunate. You got so many backup quarterbacks playing and a couple of those AFC matchups. But let's get to some of our predictions. How do we see this weekend going? We know one game in particular will have massive implications on who the Chiefs are going to play in most likelihood in the divisional round. And our NFL picks are brought to you by T-Mobile. Whether you are at home or away from your team, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long with the best 5G coverage in the game. Let's start with the first game that's going to take place tomorrow. That's out west, the 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle, nine-and-a-half-point underdogs in this game. Uh, This third meeting. It's the third meeting now between these two teams. Uh, Seattle's really struggled to score. They lost both of the meetings this year. I just struggle to find out where any offense is coming from for Seattle in this game. I personally look at the Seahawks in this particular game, and to me, at 9.5, they actually have a chance to cover. I actually like them to cover the 9.5. This is why I'm going to tease San Francisco down. I have a five-leg teaser going for this weekend, Cody. Uh, which teases the Niners down to a three-point favorite instead of a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Because to me, the Niners are going to win, but I'll, I'll go ahead and tease that down. Not like the Kansas better that put $100,000 uh, for the Niners at plus four-and-a-half. But yeah. I, like, I don't think this game is going to be all that pretty anyway. It's going to be rainy, going to be windy. It might just be an ugly football game, but I still think with the run scheme that 49ers have, that favors them. I don't discount the fact that if Seattle just played their best game for one game, they can beat the 49ers. I mean, it's a third-string quarterback, and I know Brock Purdy's played really well. But we know typically the way these things work is the Cinderella story runs out or you have Tom Brady, you know, it doesn't, or you have Russell Wilson. So unless the 49ers have that guy in Brock Purdy, sometimes this story stops turning up, but I'm still going to pick the 49ers because they have a way better roster than Seattle and they've got a great head coach themselves. So even if you're a big Pete Carroll guy and certainly this year would make it easier, Kyle Shanahan's better. I think the 49ers win. I think it's a blow up. You think just blew, 14, Niners blow them out? 14-point win, yeah. Wow. All right. Seahawks were sort of floundering at the end of the season. And, yeah, you know, they ran and out Niner, of steam. I think you could argue that there is no team playing better football entering the postseason than San Francisco. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, I fully expect the Niners to uh, to move on. And just to be safe, I'll, I'll tease the spread down a little bit. How about the game that we've been focused in on a little bit more because most likely it'll result in the Chiefs' opponent uh, this will be Saturday night. This is the Chargers and the Jags. Jacksonville, two-and-a-half-point underdogs. 
against the Chargers. I like the Jags plus two and a half in this game. This was even before the Mike Williams news. Mike Williams not going to play in this contest. It's a massive coaching advantage as well. I think in the second half in particular, you look at Jacksonville, they've been a much better second half team uh, in individual games than the Chargers. I don't trust Brandon Staley whatsoever. This game is in Jacksonville as well. I think Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence are going to get the win outright. Uh, certainly like them to cover, but I think they're going to beat the Chargers, and there's a decent chance Jacksonville's coming to Kansas City next week. I think the being the home part of it is really what encourages it. And as much as you said the 49ers are playing great football, you just the Jaguars were 3-7. and seven. They were bad. But similar to Kansas City, man, uh, other than Dallas, they beat a bunch of nobodies. Congrats on beating Baltimore, the backup quarterback, Tennessee, New York, the Texans, the Titans. Cody, those are teams Cody, that are bad. Cody, I'll take the Chargers. They allowed twenty-two points in three games. Yeah, I know. they weren't just beating them; they were shutting them down. I'll I'll take the Chargers. Wait, wait you're you're taking the Chargers? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't talking about the Chargers schedule. That was the Jags. I know. They allowed three points to the Jets, three points to the Texans, and sixteen to the like they the defense. Their defense is playing. It is elite. They are. But you have the Chargers in the Super Bowl, so I know who you're choosing to win. No, I don't have the Chargers in the Super Bowl, and I'm picking the Jaguars. But didn't he have the Chargers beating the Chiefs the next round? He has the Chiefs losing the Chargers. Hey Nick, but I but now I think that the Jaguars are going to win. So you okay? So what do you think is going to happen now in the final four? Do you think the Chiefs are going to the AFC title game now? Uh, I don't know yet. Okay. Depends who wins this game. <laughs> Makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I um, guess let's go to the next oh, one. So I, I don't, I can't, I can't ever change my mind, huh? You can, but you're not you're being so confusing. See, this is what's wrong with society. No, this is why, well, we're not going down that road. Politicians <laughs> always, with, they can't ever change their mind. You know, my thing with the chargers is you're right. They've played great. And you and I just differ on this. I just, I'm questioning the quarterbacks that they face during the stretch. And you're, you can say, Hey, they're supposed to do that against bad quarterbacks. In fairness, I can Correct. say that same thing about the Jacksonville Jaguars, the quarterbacks yeah. they face down the stretch, yeah. Anthony Brown and yeah. Malik Willis. And Zach Will or Joe yeah, Flacco. I'm, I'm and, not using the like, Jags defense as my argument for why they're going to sure. win, though. People are trying to use the Chargers defense and say that's how it's going to carry them through the playoffs. And I just I don't buy that. All right, you're right. Let's get to the next game Sunday, though. How about the Giants and Vikings? I actually think this could Vikings. be the best game of the entire weekend. I, I think that we've made too much of like predicting the future, but Vikings. Yeah, I, I, I think Chargers Jags might end up being the be- people think might be the best. I actually think this Giants Vikings game has a chance to be really, really good and really entertaining. I, so I'll, I'm a teasing the Giants up in my teaser, the nine and a half, because I don't think they're going to win, but I don't think the Vikings are going to blow them out. The Vikings don't blow anybody out. anyway. No. we know they're all about one score games. They played a couple weeks ago, three point game. It took a Greg Joseph 61 yard field goal for the Vikings to win. The Vikings were four and a half point favorites in that game. They did not cover. I think Minnesota wins this game. I don't feel confident enough to put Minnesota minus three. I think it's another nail biter, which is why I'll tease the Giants up. Uh, but Minnesota's going to win this game. They played a lot of close games, but they've also, guys, won a lot of them, 11 of them. So I, I like Minnesota. To me, they'll be able to run the ball a little bit on this Giants defense as well. The Vikings have the best quarterback and the best player on the field. I don't know that I need to know much more. They have the better quarterback because, I mean, the other one's Daniel Jones. And nobody on the field is better than Justin Jefferson. Like in the coaching stuff, maybe you call it a wash. You know, it's not like O'Connell's done a bad job there and Dable's having a great year in his first year with no talent. But that's the thing. That's the thing we talk about the Giants. Wow, what a great job they did with no talent. That's why it's the Vikings. I know it's easy to pick this as an upset, but I still think Minnesota's winning. Uh, I'm going to do the easy thing, and I think the Giants win this one (laughs) outright. Uh, I just don't think the Vikings are very good. I mean, to have a negative point differential and host a playoff game is – 
impressive. I it's don't even never know. Happened. Yeah, I don't know how it's even possible. I think that I think the 2019 Packers had the previous record of lowest point differential to still make the playoffs, and they had a point differential of like plus 60. And then the Vikings come in this year and have a negative point differential. So you guys know how I feel about the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Uh, they are fraudulent, and I don't even think the, Vi- the Giants are that good. Okay. But I just think they're good enough to win this game. All right, how about Baltimore and Cincinnati? So the Bengals are eight-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. It's Huntley or it's Anthony These Brown, two Cody. we can be very quick on. Yeah. When it comes to Baltimore, I'm not calling for an upset with third-string quarterbacks with either guys. Second-string or third-string quarterbacks against what I think could be the best teams in the NFL? Because the best team in the NFL is either the Chiefs, the Bills, or Cincinnati, in my opinion. I don't think it's the Eagles. I think it's one of those three teams in the AFC. I'm not predicting them to lose to Skylar Thompson or Anthony Brown or Tyler Huntley if he plays. I just I know that we're starting with the one, but Buffalo, in my opinion, and and like I think both of these games are easy wins. Yeah, so I'm, I don't think there's any question that Buffalo and Cincinnati win. Like, for me, it's just like, do you think they can cover where their spread is? Like, if we just go outright, no, I think we're all taking Buffalo. So I, I think Cincinnati, I, I've teased Cincinnati in the teaser, so they're down, I, they're at eight and a half. I tease them down to two. feel very confident that they can cover the two points. Eight and a half, probably as well, but I, this is just a five-leg teaser I have. Same with the Bills. I tease the Bills down to seven. Um, they're both going to win. How about the Monday night game? That's the one we could probably have more of a conversation Yeah, because, Nick, you're not choosing an upset in either Cincinnati or no. Buffalo. What about Monday night? That it's is Dallas. the most interesting game of the weekend and also why it's probably on Monday Night Football. Storylines there, of course, is Tom Brady. Division champs, they get a host Dallas. The Bucks are two-and-a-half-point underdogs, guys. The total sitting at 45-and-a-half. Cody, you want to start us off on that one? Because I, I'm with you. I think this will be – it's either the Vikings-Giants game or this Cowboys-Bucks game, the best of the weekend, except I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to blow out the Bucks. Every Blowout is interesting because everything in NFL's entire history over the last 30 years would tell you that the Cowboys have no chance to win this game because they don't win playoff games. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or more importantly, Tom Brady wins every playoff game forever. So everything about them would say that. But I went through last night and looked at the game the Bucks win, and there is no less impressive – it is the least impressive resume I have maybe ever seen of wins. Their one really good win, believe it or not, was the Cowboys in week one when they beat him 19 to three. Other, that got hurt in that game. Yeah. He did. Other than that, their wins are against the Saints, a bad football team. The Falcons, a bad football team. The Panthers, who they split against, a bad football team. These are the team, the Rams, and they beat them like, and, and every single one of these are like 16, 13. They only beat two teams in the playoffs. It was the Cowboys and the Seahawks. And the Cowboys one was so long ago, I can't even take it seriously. They are not a good football team. And I call Tom Brady dead. So I have to say he's going to be a <laughs> first-round exit. You do. So, uh, Cowboys. I, I close. Love- I think it'll be close because I'll never count Tom Brady See, in like a blowout, but close. See, I love Dallas minus two and a half in the game. I, I love them to cover. It's under three, which, of course, is a key number. If, if team – look, we've been waiting in October and November – and December uh, to try to figure out uh, where, I don't know what's so funny, Nick, where when we particularly look at uh, their offense figuring it out and when they can actually put up enough points to where you feel confident going forward. It's January, guys. It hasn't happened all year other than two-minute drills. So um, I look at, at Dallas, and I don't see Tampa scoring enough points to keep up with them. I don't. Why did you ask what I thought was so? I wasn't laughing. I don't know. You said something to Cody that caused him to completely laugh. Okay, well, again. he laughs at everything. I just at laugh everything. at everything. Yeah, he laughs at everything. What did you say? 
I didn't even know. I didn't. It wasn't even anything funny. No, it was, it was just, was just about like getting out. But um, yeah, it really wasn't anything important. Yeah. Um, this is. I think this in the Chargers Jaguars game are the yeah, two games the two. I'm I'm most excited because they're the two games where I feel like you could make a pretty compelling case. This one is not for football reasons though, right? Like Chargers Jags, it's all a football conversation. Yeah, this, this case one is, is just not. like, can you talk yourself into Tom Brady doing something he has yeah, no business doing because that team stinks? Football reasons, no way. You, can you can't make an argument for the Buccaneers to win this game based off anything they have done this season. Okay? Yeah. So who's winning? Because they were bad at the beginning, they were bad in the middle, bad at the end, uh, which is why I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys to uh, win this <laughs> Did game. Did it again. Hold on. Did it again. Who were your NFC teams when we did this yesterday? Oh, listen, you guys. You did it again. He chose Eagles Bucks, right? He did. He chose the Bucks. Listen, so I'm standing by my championship picks. I don't stand by these picks. <laughs> what does that what are mean? We doing? What are we doing? Why do I have to be consistent? You're if, a flip-flopper. Nick, but why, you, do I, why do I have to be consistent? No, because yesterday you predicted the Bucks to go to the NFC title game, which means that means you think they're winning tomorrow. Okay, just give us this. I'll make a deal. You can choose about those teams, but give us your revised final four teams. No, I'm not. I'm not changing my final four. Those are the same. Yeah, I'm keeping my final four. Okay. Okay. Uh, that, to that, your point about the Bucks, though, like, it's the only way anybody is I've ever heard overall is like why they think the Bucks is like well because it's Tom Brady something weird is going to happen like okay that's been a pretty good okay. that's been a compelling reason I to understand. win that bet a lot of times he's had much better teams around him though this team he's got is not any good the Bucks suck yeah all of those teams were at least competitive in the yeah, regular like the season the Bucks suck they were below they're eight and nine correct like a below five hundred team they won the division nine and eight or nine. was it eight and nine uh, I think they lost their last game of the season didn't they not. The Bucks lost to the Falcons. Oh yeah, they did. They didn't have to like play. It didn't matter. It did, yeah, it didn't matter exactly. But like, they're not. Like, yeah, think about that. Gold. They, they, they closed. Nine. Gold. They closed out the division with a week to spare. I mean, <laughs> yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, taking yeah, care yeah. of business. They had. Yeah, that's exactly right. They had, had Blaine Gabbert out there <laughs> on Week 18. <laughs> they right. had the fourth. They had the fourth <laughs> easiest schedule in the NFL this year, and they racked up eight wins. Can we just they do something? In the worst okay. Division. And this isn't. It's a little bit directed towards you guys, but it's mostly directed oh. at everybody. And I think we talked about this last year as well. We do this thing at the end of the year where anytime someone's talking about a team and why they might be good, the rebuttal is always, well, who have they played? Mm-hmm. And then when we do that, when we do it for enough teams, we get to the conclusion of nobody ever played anyone, <laughs> right? Everybody had a, a cupcake schedule. People will criticize the Chiefs. Seriously, people will criticize the Chiefs and say, oh, you steamrolled down the stretch, huh? Who'd you play? Oh, you got to play Russell Wilson twice, Jarrett Stidham, Davis Mills, and Geno Smith. So we can do this with every single team, and it's a little nauseating to just have every conversation about who's good and who's not just bookended with, yeah, but they didn't play anybody. Look at who they've played. Like, at some point, we've got 18 weeks of data here. If you are still trying to make arguments and say, well, I didn't play anybody, it's like, okay, then I guess no team's good. I guess all these teams suck, and... Will just completely wash away I, whatever they get. I, I in the try not season. to do that. I really do look at it from the entirety of the season. Glad Kansas City won other games. They won fourteen games. I don't think that we should be excusing the last of it. They played based on how teams finished winning percentage wise. The eleventh hardest schedule in the NFL, not the first hardest, like they were predicted to do because the AFC West stunk, but the eleventh hardest schedule. The Jag or the the Bucks after the whole season was done played th- one of the easiest schedules in the entire NFL. They played no one man. Their division. Their division my, wasn't my, just like AFC West bad. It was horrid. The AFC West got two playoff teams. The winner of the NFC South had one, and they weren't even 500. Yeah, my Bucks argument really isn't their schedule being crappy. It's just, it's just not we good. honestly waited I each month. I saw a month. text. It wasn't you that uh, prompted yeah, it. I yeah. saw a text. We, like, we, 
saw week to week. We, were we all, do that. I, mean, I know we, you're saying We that. were all waiting every just week. Like, in. oh, no, but this this is going to be the week. And like, it never happened. They had, you, I think, Cody, you said, what, four or five game winning drives you mentioned yesterday? Five. Four, five, five fourth quarter comebacks, yeah. yeah. In two-minute drill, it looked like old Tom Brady. Like, in a good way, old Tom Brady, right? Like, Yeah, put him in that spot, and he can do like, it. But consi- if, if they're asked to go consistently throughout four quarters to consistently move the ball and against a good Dallas defense, I just don't see it, guys. And my concern on Dallas, and everybody's concern, is warranted in terms of Dak Prescott, who's turning the ball over way too much. But I, Dallas is clearly the better team, and I have not seen Tom Brady for four quarters move the football. And unless you think this is going to be a 16 to 13 game, and maybe you do, I don't, I think it's really tough. So I, I really feel good about the Cowboys. In if this it's 16, game. 13, I'd actually favor the Bucks, but yeah, I don't like, think that it's going to go down like that. I get it. And fresh in everybody's mind is how the Cowboys looked against the commanders last weekend. Pretty I think, terrible. I think that's an overreaction. And that's why the line is only as them two and a half point favorites. So I think there's an opportunity. You're, I get, I get them under three points. They're not saying the Cowboys are six point favorites. I wouldn't be liking the Cowboys. They won minus four six. more games. We'll see, Although man. you can it's make that same weekend. argument for the Vikings, who were yeah. not a heavy favorite against the Giants. The no, final word. They yeah. won four more games as well. It'll be a fun week. But I have a negative point differential, as Nick pointed out. That's true. It's just, like, impossible to do. I don't know. My, I can't wrap my head around how, how it's possible to win that many close games. I think what's amazing about it is, like, as badly as we're dunking on the Bucks, what's their point differential this year? Like, is it, is it, worse is that a rhetorical than, question? Yeah, no, I'm, the no, I'm actually, do you, I, no, I was asking you, do you know? <laughs> I have no idea. No, I Get don't. Get the intern on it. <laughs> I have no clue. And, you know, I like how you asked it with, you know, with a limited shelf life. We have like 20 seconds before we need to get out. Uh, God, can I search it fast enough? Is it, is it worth it? Hold on. Wait. <laughs> I gotta find it. Fast All right. <laughs> That's it. Great Tonight. teaser for Monday. Minus 45. Okay. <laughs> Hope to see you guys tonight at Cinderblock Brewing. Playoff Pilsner release party. Going to be a ton of fun. We'll see you there. And uh, The Drive coming up next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gant Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.